0: Hello and welcome to The Servant's Quarters, a podcast done from my office, the matriarch and founder of the First Church of Humanity. My name is Sharon. Welcome. Ours is a new kind of church that focuses almost exclusively on the common golden threads of love and service present in every religion. While we realize that it may not be possible for the world to unite in doctrine or dogma, we wholeheartedly believe that it is possible for humanity to unite in love and service. This is our vision, and this is our purpose. Join us. Hello and welcome to the Servant's Quarters. My name is Sharon, and I am at your service. Today's episode here in the Servants' Quarters is all about resentments. What are they? How do they affect us? And how can we be free of them? If you've ever had an interaction with someone where they pissed you off, they hurt your feelings, or offended you, then you know the foundation for resentment. But that's only the foundation. For a full-blown resentment to take place in our energetic fields, in our bodies, in our minds, and in our hearts, our participation is required. So what do I mean by that? Well, normally when I experience something like that where someone says something to me or about me that I hear about later or they cut me off in traffic or a myriad of other things that people have done to piss me off, when I experience that, a lot of times I can just let that go. It is what it is. I'm living in a spiritual school. It's all about being present. yadada yadada yadada. However, a resentment which requires my participation, is distinctly different. Because when I have a resentment, it's not just the first incident that affects me. It's my reliving of the incident over and over and over again. So for instance, if someone cuts me off in traffic, I can sometimes look at that and be like, you know, be blessed. God be with you. Enjoy the rest of your day. But if I've already, you know, if I'm already a little short, if I'm already struggling with being present in the moment and not bringing love and hate into the moment, then that's prime grounds for resentment to take hold. And that means that after they've cut me off, I continue to relive that in my head as though it was personal, as though they intended to do that to me personally. And we've talked before in previous episodes about what it really takes for something to be personal. In order for something to be personal, that person needs to know me. They need to know me inside and out. They need to know what affects me, what angers me, what displeases me. Then they need to arrange to be near me. And once near me, they need to execute their plan of doing something that they know from their own personal intimate knowledge of me will piss me off. I don't know about you, and I've said this before in this previous episode, I'm too selfish <laughs> to spend that much time trying to figure out how to per- piss another person off. I'm just too selfish. I I don't have that bandwidth in me to spend that much time trying to piss another person off. And I think that tr- that the same is true of a lot of people where the fact of something being personal is often, I would say 90% of the time not true. It's my perception and the filters in my perception that give me the experience of things being personal. And on top of it, it's also my ego. Anytime I think that something is personal, that someone has gone to that much trouble to personally annoy or hurt or affect me, it's time for me to look at where my ego is, how I'm doing with it, and why it's causing me to have this intense experience of another person coming after me personally as though I'm that important. It, it requires a lot of time and effort for something to be personal. But after this person has cut me off, and after I've decided that it's personal, I begin the process of creating the resentment for myself, because the initial incident doesn't create the resentment. The initial incident is just the experience that I had. In order for a resentment to exist, it, it exists with me and with what I do after the experience. So I begin to relive over and over and over again how they cut me off. And each time I do that, because my perception is skewed, every person's is, we only see things through the filters in our perception. My filter gets a chance to take another whack at the incident. So the first time, oh, how could he have done that? That's so rude. The second time, less and less my fault, more and more the other person's fault because that's the nature of our egoic filters. So after I focused on this for a few minutes, I begin to really believe that this was done to me personally and that their part gets larger and larger and larger, meaning that their responsibility, their um Their participation in the event gets larger and larger, and mine gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And the reason that mine gets smaller and smaller is because I have an ego. So every time I relive it, I'm also reliving the other times that I've relived it. And I'm telling myself, I'm using the reliving of this resentment in order to assure myself of how wrong they were and how victimized I am. And that is the seat, that is the root of every resentment, being a victim. I'm playing this in my head over and over again and self-righteously reviewing what's happened from the position of, wow, that was really messed up. How could they have done that to me? That was horrible. And the more I do that, and the more I self-righteously reaffirm that to myself, the angrier I get and the more rooted that resentment becomes. There's a lot of reasons for why resentments really hurt me. The first is that energy gets trapped in my body, that anger and that feeling of victimization gets trapped in my body. And as a result of that being trapped in my body, it it affects, it interacts with the other energetic systems of my body. The second is I become more and more of a victim. The more resentments I hold, the more of a victim I believe myself to be. And the more I believe myself to be a victim, the more victimized I will be in the world around me. This is the thing my consciousness the the presence behind my eyes it is like a dutiful labrador retriever if i believe that something is true it finds the proof of that thing for me that's part of its function here in the world as well as my mind so when i believe myself to be a victim both my mind and my consciousness seek out situations and experiences in which I can continue to experience being a victim, because that's my belief system. Now what makes this whole thing so powerful is I'm actually creating future events for myself through my belief systems, and then also blaming those people who arise to give me that experience. So by the time that I have thoroughly relived this resentment over and over and over again in my head. I'm firmly entrenched in being a victim. I have the energy of anger and victimization flooding around in my body, and the world around me appears to bring me more and more victimization, giving rise to an even easier path for future resentments. Not only that, it creates the idea and the new filter in my own mind that everyone is out to get me. And as soon as that becomes entrenched at all in my thinking, everything everyone does is personal and eventually creates a resentment until I find myself so encamped and so encased by my own resentments that I'm no longer dealing with the real world and I no longer have any trust in love or goodness. Rough place to be, right? So, this is the thing. Once I have a resentment firmly entrenched, the only way to get out of it is to be able to allow another person, another point of view, another truth, another reality into that situation to help me take a more reasonable look at what I've experienced. That is why we offer the program called The Sunlight of the Spirit here at the First Church of Humanity. The reason for this program is once we have resentments lodged in our energetic fields and in our minds, it's very difficult to dislodge them on our own. As Einstein said, you can't solve the problem at the same level of thinking that caused the problem. So once I've got these resentments going, once I genuinely believe that the world is out to get me, I am in desperate need of intervention from another person. The Sunlight of the Spirit program is all about what's called inventory, and it's not a moral inventory. It's not an inventory of what I've done bad or wrong. It's an inventory of my resentments. Who am I angry at and why? We put those down on paper, and then we begin to sit down with somebody who has been specially trained by me. I've done hundreds of inventories throughout the course of my life with other people, And this person begins to allow the sunlight of the spirit into our resentments. How does that happen? Well, when we write out a resentment, it's in a form format. And it's all about who am I angry at? Why am I angry at them? What area of my life did this affect? How did I respond to that area of my life being affected? And how could I have responded differently? Now, you'll notice in this that we never actually include (laughs) what the other person did towards the end of the inventory. We don't include what they did. In fact, we completely ignore it, not because we agree with it, not because we approve of it or even accept it, but because we've already been spending (laughs) way too much time looking at what the other person did. So as we begin to focus only on ourselves and to bring the sunlight of the spirit in through the participation of another person, we begin to see the truth of what happened. This is what it means when you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We all have filters installed in our perception. They've been installed by parents, by family members, by teachers, by schoolmates, by society, by music, by books, by TV, by film... You name it, it's installed a filter, and many of them were installed in our formidable years prior to the age of seven, and we're still operating on them. The Sunlight of the Spirit program allows us to go in and to see those filters that are no longer working for us, and we will see them clearly in inventory. We see them because we begin to see the same filter causing the same issue with multiple people over and over and over again. Once we begin to see this, it's like a roadmap that gets laid out before us of what is it that I'm doing? Why am I doing it? And what effect is it causing in my life? Once I'm able to see that, I have all of the power and the presence that I need to not only change my previous experiences and my relationship to them, but more importantly, My new awareness of those filters and of how they have been operating in my life allows my consciousness to begin to unravel them for me. Where I'll be out and maybe somebody will cut me off again. And rather than going into that same neural groove, that same process that my brain has been through over and over and over again of blaming and reliving and reliving, my consciousness begins to catch me and to say, uh 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 You know how you've done this before. You know how you've created problems for yourself with this before. Let's just assume that it was an error of execution rather than an error of intent and let them go. Release them. Release the energetic pattern of holding on to that person. We've also discussed this in previous episodes that I cannot hold on to another person, hold anger for another person, and have that anger not affect me directly as well. So if you find yourself in situations where you feel victimized regularly, where perhaps you might be struggling with whether or not something was on purpose or not, or maybe you're just angry at the world in general, if this is something that you've experienced or that you continue to experience, we invite you here at the First Church of Humanity to become a member and to perhaps try the Sunlight of the Spirit Project. It is an amazing, amazing thing that allows us to open and to widen and to expand our perception using someone else as the mirror or the presence that allows us to let go of what we believe to be true and to expand into what could be true. This is where our freedom lies. Our freedom lies not in reliving the past over and over again, but being fully present in the moment for what is really happening rather than what we think is happening based upon the filters that we often aren't even aware of in our consciousness. As we begin to release resentments, we will also find that our relationships with other people improve because the energy of resentment isn't residing in and around us. It isn't calling people to hurt us and to anger us. There are so many different ways in which we have the opportunity to expand into a greater sense of love for self and the universe, and the Sunlight of the Spirit Project is a powerful one of those ways. We invite you to join us and to participate in this life-changing, life-altering experience. Well... Thank you guys so much for being with me here today. I need to say I forgot to start my timer before this episode started. It's my first time of recording both a video and a podcast at the same time. So I'm actually not sure if you got more or less or right on the Servants Quarters, main quarter hour episode. So if under, I apologize. If over, I apologize. And I promise that I am going to get better with this over time. Thank you so much for joining me here today, and I hope that you always, always know that you are so, so loved.